So it falls to me this morning to bring you uh, a few thoughts. And uh, we're all in here together, so this talk is hopefully going to cut right across all of the ages, right from the smallest to smallest and youngest to the oldest. Now, I was asking the various leaders uh, across the church, what have you been up to in the various groups that go on on a Sunday morning? Now, of course, in here on a Sunday morning, we've been following a series called Minor Story, Major Impact. So we've been looking at some of those smaller stories in the Bible that had a major impact. Delve, I know that you have been following Youth Alpha. Kingdom Kids, I know that you've been looking at the characteristics of God, some of the characters of God. And Beginners, I know uh, that you've been doing some Bible stories and are starting to think about the Christmas story as well. Now, I would like to share a story with you this morning. And uh, I brought something as a clue to help you to guess what that story might be. And uh, Sally has packed me up my lunch. And uh, in, my, in my lunch box, I've got, um, I've got five bread rolls. And uh, I'll open and close this rather quickly. Fresh off the Waitrose uh, fish counter. I've got a couple of, uh, couple of sardines as well. And I think I'm going to put the lid on that straight away. So, can anybody tell me what story I might be thinking about? I'm going to go towards the very younger ones maybe first. Can anyone tell me, five bread rolls and two little fish, what story might I be thinking about? Yes. Feeding of the 5,000. Fantastic. Yes, that is the story we're going to think about just for a few minutes this morning. And uh, I'm going to read it from... Uh, my Bible, and if you want to follow, it's in John chapter 6 and verse 5. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to, to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. And Philip answered him, eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy. He's got five loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and the men sat down, about 5,000 of them. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted, and he did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather up the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over, by those who had eaten. So, what can we learn from this story this morning? And hopefully we can link in a little bit with what we've been thinking about that Marlene has talked to us about. Well, I've chosen three things that we can hopefully learn from this story. And they're all 
uh, I've put them in, in, in a sort of very simple rhyme for us to go away and hopefully remember. And the first thing I want us to learn from this story this morning is this. He was only a lad. He was only a lad. But the boy in this story is really significant. I wonder what was going through his head as he wandered out that day, maybe with his packed lunch that his his mum had made up for him. And he goes out and he's maybe thinking he's going to find a nice little place to sit and eat his lunch. And and suddenly he finds himself in amongst this crowd of at least 5,000 people. I wonder how you would have felt. I suspect that that boy felt rather small in amongst that crowd of 5,000 people. I suspect he felt maybe a little bit unimportant. But let me tell you, that little boy was not unimportant to Jesus. He was very special to Jesus and what he was about to do. The Bible tells us that Jesus welcomes children. And he certainly welcomed this little boy. Do you remember that time in the, in the Bible when children were coming around Jesus and people were saying, oh, push the children, get the children out of the way. They're getting in the way of you, Jesus. And he said, no, let children come to me because the kingdom of God belongs to them. It belongs to them as much as it belongs to adults. Jesus welcomed everyone. He welcomed the good and the bad. He welcomed children and adults. He he welcomed people that other people had no time for. Now, I go to the gym a few times a week. Some of you are probably thinking, do you? (laughs) Yes, I do. And, and there's this recurring message that comes over the, uh, the, the, the sort of tannoy system in the gym every, every sort of hour or so, advertising the gym. And it says something along these lines. It says, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female. It doesn't matter your ability. Everyone is welcome here. And I want to tell you this morning that Jesus welcomes you. He's interested in you. He's interested in you no matter how old you are, whether you're the youngest here this morning or the oldest. He, doesn't, he welcomes you no matter what background you come from or what sto- social status you have. Please don't ever feel insignificant because to Jesus you are special. You are important just like this little boy. He was only a lad, but he was important to Jesus and his part in this story had a major impact. So that's the first thing. He was only a lad. But he gave what he had. Let's say that together. He was only a lad, but he gave what he had. You know what? In the grand scheme of things, this little boy didn't have an awful lot. He didn't have much, but what he was willing to do was to give it over. And I think that little boy again was probably had a hundred questions running through his mind. How is this little bit of food, my five little loaves and my two smelly fish, going to be of any use 
to all of these people. But it was in the giving what he had that made all the difference. What about us? Do we sometimes feel we've got nothing to give? Do we sometimes feel that what we do have is of no use? Well, again, let me tell you, each of us, no matter our age or ability, has something to give. Maybe if you're very little here this morning, you could think about how you could give a smile to somebody who may just need someone's, uh, may just need you to smile at them. Maybe you could write a letter to somebody. Maybe you could be a friend to somebody who doesn't have any friends or doesn't seem to have any friends, who's not very popular. Maybe you could commit to pray for someone. Maybe you could do what we've done this morning, which is donate um, some things to help others. What have you got that you can give? If you're unsure what you have to give this morning, then ask someone, what do you think I have that I can give to Jesus to serve him? You may be surprised at the answers that you get from somebody. Do you know what? When we give, Jesus notices. Do you remember the story of the widow Jesus was sitting in the temple one day and uh, lots and lots of people were coming with their great amount of wealth and putting lots of money into the offering. And then one uh, in that same story, a, a widow came and she, was, she just quietly sidled up to the offering and dropped in two little copper coins. And in comparison to what other people had given, that was not very much. Do you know, Jesus said, she's given everything that she's got. Because all of these people have got lots of wealth and they've just given some of their wealth. But this widow, she's given everything. She's given a whole, the whole lot, the whole proportion. She's given 100%. Do you know what? Just like the boy, the woman, the widow gave what she had. What I'm about to say is really important. If we offer nothing to God, he has nothing to use. That's so simple, yet it's so important. If we offer nothing to God, he has nothing to use. But he can take what we do offer, however small, and he can turn it into something great. Just like we witnessed in the story of him giving over his five loaves and two fish and that being used by Jesus to feed 5,000 people. So he was only a lad. He gave what he had. I did struggle a little bit with the last one, but this is what I came up with. And in the hands of Jesus, the outcome was mad. Now, I don't mean it was mad angry. I mean, it was mad like crazy out there. It was un imaginable. Do you know what? This is one of the most spectacular miracles in the Bible. So spectacular that every single one of the gospel writers records it. It's in every single one without fail. Do you know what? Jesus specialises in the crazy. He specialises in the mad. He specialises in the unimaginable. 
Ephesians 4 verse 20, one of, one of my favourite verses, and I do have a lot, says that he is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine. I wonder what's going through your mind this morning, what you're concerned about, what's troubling you, what you would like to see changed. Do you know what? Jesus wants to take us and our situations and do something amazing with them. What do you want to see changed for yourself today? What situations are you facing that seem impossible? Maybe for some of you, it's health. Maybe for some of you, it's financial. Maybe for some of you who are in the youth, maybe it is that, that, that ever-growing list of things that you need to do, of, 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 of homework and stuff that needs doing, of studies that need to be completed. The what next in my life? Well, I just want to say to you this morning one of the things we can sometimes do is try and hold on to things ourselves and hope that a difference comes and and everything will be all right what I want to say to you this morning is when you let go of something out of your own hands and put them in the hands of Jesus great things can start to happen it takes faith on our part you know what Jesus spoke once about having faith as small as a mustard seed oh so small there it is so small you can barely see it in between my finger and thumb is something the size of a mustard seed and Jesus said if you'll just have faith like that you can tell a mountain to go and drop itself in the sea now I don't believe Jesus was physically actually saying that you'll be able to get that mountain to go and drop into sea but I think what he was saying is this Sometimes we face mountains. We face things that seem impossible. We face things that we can't see over and round and can't see the answer to. And Jesus simply says, with the smallest of faith that puts ourselves in his hands and says to Jesus, I trust you, the impossible can become possible. I hope some of those thoughts have been helpful this morning. Can we just say this together as Josh and the band come up? He was only a lad. He gave what he had. And in the hands of Jesus, the outcome was mad. God bless you as uh, Josh leads us. Maybe think about all the things that we thought about this morning. When Josh has led us in our last song, I'll come up and I will pray to close our service. Thank you, Josh.